You're only as fucking smart as this week's lines. One false move and you spend your fucking time chasing it instead of making money. I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast. Part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. What's happening, guys? Happy Thursday and welcome. To the fabulous Big Bet. My name is Memphis. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. And with me tonight, all the way from the mean streets of New York City, the good doctor, Dr. Kyle, man, what's up? Nothing. Uh, if you look closely enough, you might even be able to see one of those main streets as I'm in my bedroom because we're at a different time. And when you're in a one bedroom in an apartment, when, when you're in a one bedroom apartment in New York City, this is how we roll. Man, it's uh, it's been a long day for your boy here. Uh, this will not be a, a YouTube video. I am recording this live from my wife's work-from-home office. It's very nice, but you might hear a little bounce in my audio. I'm going to try to clean that up as best I can. Uh, but my normal studio flooded. I was just sharing that story with the good doctor. But uh, as Vince McMahon the pioneer of the pro wrestling industry and a great business guy said, sometimes you have to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. And that's exactly what me and Kyle are going to do. We've been doing that all season long. And uh, Dr. Kyle, you, you had been on a heater. I was going to say, yeah, speaking of chicken shit, uh, my last week could probably be summed up with that phrase. Um, you got a little aggressive. You got a little aggressive. With I got, the, I got uh, cocky. I got arrogant. I got cocky, and I got. Yeah, aggressive. you had seven total bets. You were out there. Thought you were you, the cock <laughs> of the walk. You want to know what that's a function of? I think because I looked at that this week and I'm like, why did I have so many likes? And I think it's because we finally had a, a week with no buys, and there was Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday games. So the spreadsheet is like the tallest it's ever been. So if Since I don't like, see well, all of it, I would be like, wait, I thought I I thought I bet something else. And then I wouldn't see it. And so sure enough, uh, I was probably exhausted from a long day of work and missing some sleep. But nonetheless, uh, Kansas City's hot. I'm going to go ahead and just say that uh, the, the big bet of Pittsburgh was not uh, not very big. And uh, yeah, you take it from here. You say I'll just do a quick recap and we'll jump right in. We don't want to dwell too much over. Uh... Last week, you you had a teaser. You got one half in. You teased Green Bay down to minus a point and a half. But you teased those guys with uh, with Seattle. And Seattle lost outright to the Bears. How about the Bears going for two and costing you a potential dub? That That's cost me two weeks in a row now where a team decided to go for two at the end of the game. The week before was uh, the Ravens deciding to go for two against Green Bay. When I had Green Bay in a teaser at three, or the, or the line was three, I don't know, whatever it was, it just guaranteed that it wasn't the Packers couldn't cover no matter what. So, 
Yeah, it was just a you, – you had Baltimore plus two and a half. They got smoked by Cincinnati. Yeah. We'll talk about that Cincinnati. Was, that was pre, uh, pre-Lamar and Huntley out news. But, yeah, that was – that Cincinnati motivation is real, man. A hundred percent. And uh, Cincinnati, they don't get up for every game, but they get up for – a lot of games against Baltimore. It just you, you notice how they ran the score up on them. Uh, speaking of running the score up, the Chargers. I think they gave up forty one points, if I remember correctly, to Houston. Lost outright. How yeah, crazy was that? That's ugly. You 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 did in spite of three interceptions from Matt Stafford. You did get the Rams to cover. The Rams uh, got home uh, on that game. That was one of your your two winners. Um, we talked about the tees with Seattle. You had the over 41 and a half in the Raiders Broncos game. You want to talk about something that could cure insomnia, man, that game was rough. Only three, 4 PM games last Saturday due to the, excuse me, last Sunday due to the Saturday games. That was tough watching, man. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think I fair weather watched the Kansas city Pittsburgh game. I think that's what we had, had on here in the East, and uh, it got out of hand so quickly that I, I don't think I watched any football in the afternoon, really. Uh, I watched, I had, uh, I, I turned in, in Indianapolis, I had the Chicago-Seattle game and the Pittsburgh-Kansas City game, and I had the Chicago-Pittsburgh game, on, I'm assuming the Chicago-Seattle game on uh, on my phone. I was listening to it like a radio broadcast, so you can listen to games through the NFL Fantasy Football app. And I just listened to that. And then your final bet of seven, normally we do five. You went full ham and cheese, and you had under 39 in New Orleans and Miami, and you got there. So all in all in the week, you were two and five. I went four and two. I had a I had a teaser. My big bet was Green Bay teased down to a point and a half, and I teased that with Buffalo, who won outright. Both the, maybe I should have just parlayed them on the money line and could have uh, made a couple of bucks. Mm. Uh, second teaser, I had the Colts up to plus seven. They ran, they won outright, and I teased them with Minnesota, who uh, covered the eight and a half teaser spread. So that was a second win for me. So my two teasers covered. I had over forty five and a half in the Cincinnati Baltimore game, and Cincinnati almost covered that single handedly. Uh, I had the Jacksonville Jaguars at a pick over the Jets. And, and I mean, I thought with, with no head coach Robert Sala and uh, the COVID issues they had there in the Jets, not even not even really a game. Uh, thank you to Trevor Lawrence. As long as they continue to post his passing yardage prop around 210, I'm going to keep firing. Um, that's right in his wheelhouse. And that's, you know, he makes me sweat that bet every week, but he's gotten there for me three weeks in a row on the football Sunday school where I've been giving out props. I had over 45 and a half with the charges and the Texans that got there. Uh, I did, I did miss the other one was the over in the Denver and Raiders game. Again, that was a snoozer and that caused me to go four and two for the record. You went two and two on leans. I went one and two on leans. So on the year, Kyle, you are 40, 42 and one. I am 44, 34 and one. That's so big as time. a, huh? I said, that's big time, 44, 34 and one. I hope people mm-hmm. listen and realize how hard that's to do. T- 10 games above 500. But you know what? We are, we are a team here at the fabulous big bet. And uh, on the season, on our big bets, we are 20 and 12. Now, you're nine and seven. That's a winning record. I'm 11 and five. I've been killing the big bets. 
Love it. I, I'll take it. And then yeah. on Bet's total on the entire season, we're 84, 76, and two. I will take that, my man. That's not too yeah. bad for a couple of. Uh, are, are we sharp squares or square sharps? We are. I want to say I'm a sharp square. I think I think that feels right. That feels yeah. right. I, th- that, I think that, I know. I think I know. I'm not the best handicapper. I think I know that I have some square tendencies at time, but I'm trying to get a little bit sharper around the edges every week. You know, uh, most of the, the the betting apps have a function on there where you can go in and look at your win loss record for the year in terms of dollars. Out of every bet, now I still have some some pending season bets yet to to clear up uh, on DraftKings, but you can track your your wins and losses. And I'm I'm up a little bit of money for a full calendar year as a non professional. I got to be honest, it felt it felt pretty good. And, and and you're part of our patron over at Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Now normally we talk Dynasty fantasy football. We do have a gambling chat. I've been just in fuego with the props lately. Oh yeah, yeah. If people are not listening to Sunday School, or uh, or if you're in the Patreon, you want to get in the DWZ bet chat and get the the Memphis parlay special. The rounding and, error, the rounding error parlay. Been doing that on Sunday mornings for fun. So what I do? Let's say I had two hundred ninety five dollars and thirty seven cents. In or no, it wouldn't even be a five because I'll round down to the nearest. Let's say I had two hundred ninety eight dollars and thirty seven cents. I would take the odd three dollars and thirty seven cents and do like a four or a five team parlay of bets that I'm going to bet anyway. I'm going to take all those bets in my parlay and I'm going to bet that three dollars and thirty seven cents or whatever the rounding error is, and then I'm going to go on and bet my normal units on all of those bets because then. If I go three and two or four and one, I'm still going to win money. But if you have that occasional week where you just hit fire and you win all five, I did that what two weeks ago in our in our mm-hmm. group chat, mm-hmm. and we turned like three dollars and sixty nine cents, if I remember correctly, into just over seventy eight bucks. Not too bad, not too bad. And we had a good horse laugh about that. So that's just a little bit of what we do over at the DWZ, the fabulous big bet. Patreon group. I mean, let's get into this week. Let's knock this out and get out of here. I'm going to go try to uh, dry out my basement and get my studio put back together. I mean, it, it's life. Run things you hate rig. to hear. Yeah, things you hate yeah. to hear. I got to go dry out my basement. Mm, ain't nothing worse. All right, man, let's get into this Sunday slate. All right, first game on the books. There is no Thursday night game. There is no Saturday game. By the way, for all the people, Kyle, did you hear people bitching all year about the uh, – about the Sunday night games. I mean, excuse me, about the Thursday night games. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this game's terrible. What do you guys say now, dickhead? Yeah, miss it. Yeah. yeah what are you going to do tomorrow besides crying to your pillow? Yeah, you, you're going to be begging. You 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 would give your left testicle right now to watch Houston and Jacksonville. <laughs> so 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 remember that. Ne- I'm going to remind you of that next year when you're bitching about this game's terrible. You know, no, even bad football. Is still all right. All right, man, let's get into this. New York Giants going on the road to Chicago. Chicago, six-point home favorite. Total of 37. You have nothing on this game. I'm taking the Bears minus the six. I'll take the Bears all the way up to minus six and a half. I'll lay the tutty. It's pretty simple. You subtract the six off the total. 
That means Vegas expects 31 points in this game. They expect the, the, the Giants to score 15 to 16 points. Do, do you see the Giants scoring 16 points? No. Because I, I don't. I thought I saw it last week with a, uh, a bat in there. And uh, nope, I, I can't see it ever again, ever in the history of the Giants. And, and, and the, uh, the head coach, Joe Judge, came out today and he said they're still going to do some kind of rotation of Jake from State Farm and Mike Glennon. Thank you. Thank you for making this easy because regardless of who the quarterback for the Giants is, the quarterback for the Bears is going to be motivated. If it's Justin Fields and, and you know he's looking to get 2022, you know, he wants to build momentum going into next year. If it's Andy Dalton or, or Nick Foles, what do they want to do? Yeah, they, they want, they they, want they, to look good for next year. They, they want to go out and they want to continue to make eight to ten million dollars a year as a backup, holding a clipboard. It's the best job in the NFL. So I see a motivated Bears quarterback group. I see a demotivated Giants group. We have ex-scouts arguing with ex-coaches on Twitter. I'll just take the Bears at home. I'll lay the six and uh, move on down the road. Next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to the New York Jets. Tampa Bay, big road favorite. Laying 14 on the road, total of 45 and a half. And uh, you got a little lean ski here. I it's a I, I don't even want to call it a lean. I just I would like the Jets more if they didn't win last week. I just feel like they uh, you know blew their load and they're probably still celebrating a win against Jacksonville. But you know Tom Brady the without the weapons on the road in the north. I don't know. Don't I? I it's like half a lean. We'll say. I'll remember that when I tally everything up next week. Well, there is the, they got the COVID issues in Tampa Bay. That was that was part of the handicap too. Excuse me. No, you're good. As long as Tom Brady's there, I I could see the lean. Uh, you have Atlanta going to Buffalo, getting fourteen and a half total of forty four. Uh, I have nothing. You have nothing. Um, we have a little crossfire. We don't have to get into this. So Philadelphia going to Washington. Washington getting three points at home. Uh, total of 44 and a half, and uh, you got a bet here. I like Philly laying three on the road. It's not a big travel spot for them. Uh, after seeing some of the sideline shenanigans from Washington last week in uh, in Dallas, that's the defensive line that's beating each other up on the sideline. Meanwhile, their offensive line uh, was put in a blender, play over, play after play. Taylor Heineke was, uh, you know, trying to find his contacts in the grass, I think, several times that night. And I just don't see it getting any better with uh, Philadelphia this week. Philadelphia's got a notoriously good defense, good pass rush. I don't know what Washington can do to combat that. And I think at this point, you know, we, we've seen it a little bit already this year. If you watched any Washington's uh, home games, some like road teams travel well to Washington. And I have to think that the Philly fans are traveling especially well now that they're hot. Hurts is healthy. I don't care who is the running back in that offense. I don't care that Miles Sanders is injured. Um, And uh, I think Washington fans are probably a little bit fed up at this point. So I think we're going to see a very Philly-heavy stadium on Sunday. And I'll I'll take – you know, it's not three and a hook. It's just three. Yeah, and uh, we don't actually technically have a crossfire because I'm just leaning to Washington. The hook was bet off of this game earlier in the week. You could get Washington plus three and a half. That would have been a bet for me. I just leaned to Washington. Here's what I'm going to take. I'm going to take a good head coach in Ron Rivera. 
who just got embarrassed on uh, on a standalone Sunday night game. I've also seen this Washington team make make Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts in particular look awful pedestrian. And don't forget they embarrassed Washington to a degree. They did beat them. I don't know that they embarrassed them a couple of weeks ago. So I am going to lean to Washington. Next game we both got to bet on. It's the biggest game of the 1 p.m. slate. The AFC leading Kansas City Chiefs going on the road to the Natty, laying five points. This game has been been bet down as well. It was over seven at one point on the look ahead. Now it's down to minus five. Cincinnati getting five at home. Total of 50. And uh, you have an under bet. Or you have an over bet. Yeah, and actually while I'm just looking up the weather in Cincinnati, might be a little bit of rain, but not nothing crazy. Um, yeah, I, I call it square. Oh, the you know fifty one's a key number for a total, and it's at fifty right now. So I'd take the over now before it gets. I bet it gets up to bet up to fifty one and a half. Um, yeah, it's it's probably my. Well, you could be the judge of it, but I think it's my squarest bet of the week. You know, both I, both offenses here. are flying high right now. Well, here's the thing for me. I, I am going to be equally squared. I'm going to take Kansas City laying the five. And I just think Cincinnati's being overvalued right now with that Baltimore win. I think what people fail to realize is that Baltimore was, first of all, we talked about it earlier in the show. Cincinnati was super motivated to kick the shit out of Baltimore. They've done it twice now this year. I think that team matches up really well with Baltimore. And Baltimore's given up more passing yards than anything. This Kansas City defense has looked really, really good. And they're getting Kelsey came off the COVID list today. Uh, Hill, another week removed. So I'm going to be super square myself. I'm going to lay the five. Cincinnati, uh, I just don't think they, they can cover this number. Give me KC minus the five. Next game, another ugly double-digit game. Jacksonville going to New England, getting 15 and a half. I had nothing. You have another derivative bet. Yeah, I got to lean. I'm going uh, under the Jaguars team total, which right now is implied to be 13. Uh, that's a low number, but if you look back at some of the Jaguars' recent games, granted it was probably urban coaching. Um, they've failed to hit that total a number of times. And this, you know, this is simple for me. This is the Jaguars are going back on the road. I don't know. I, I doubt they stayed in the Northeast after playing the, the Jets in uh, the Meadowlands last week, but they're going back to New England. Uh, you've got a very motivated Patriots team. They need wins right now. And Bill Belichick, we know what he can do to rookie quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence, I'm sure he looked better last week against the uh, the Jets, but I think this New England defense is going to be out for blood. And you're going to see a very similar uh, bet and prop later, but I think uh, you know a nice prop to sprinkle some money on would be uh, a New England defense anytime touchdown. Yeah, I, I, you know what? That That's not horrible. I could see where this could be a look-ahead spot for New England. You're right, they need wins, but I could see next week they play the Dolphins, and I believe they play the Dolphins in Miami. Uh, that's mentor versus uh, mentee with mm-hmm. Brian Flores and, and Bill Belichick. So I don't want to say this is a huge look-ahead spot, but that's a, that's not a bad take. So we have the Rams. The L.A. Rams are going to go to Baltimore. Baltimore getting three and a half at home, total of 46. Uh, I lean to the over in this game, and you're going with a bet on the over. Talk about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, I think the Ravens are going to get one of Tyler Huntley or Lamar Jackson back. And honestly, like, if anybody watched the, the Ravens-Packers game, Huntley is a very, very capable quarterback in that offense. I like that, you know, they have – 
another type that type of system quarterback there. Um, but the Rams, the Rams and the Ravens are both, you know, fast paced, big play dependent offenses. I think they're not, you know, they're not like the the Colts or the Patriots or the Dolphins that are just trying to like dink and dunk their way down the field and then, you know, play defense and win a 2017 game. Um, these teams often, I feel like end up in shootouts. So I like over 46 and a half here. Kind of the same. How do the Rams move the ball in the air? Cooper Cup, 24 yards every time, it seems. Yeah, every time you look up, God bless Cooper Cup's little soul. But I just think this is a – I don't love the travel spot for the Rams. So they went from L.A. to Minnesota last week, back to L.A., and now they're going to Baltimore. So um, that was why I just leaned to the over. I could see some sluggishness, especially if Lamar's back coming off of, you know, the the injury and everything. So that's why it was just a lean, but I totally understand your vantage point. We have the Las Vegas Raiders coming to my hometown, coming to Indianapolis. The Colts are laying six and a half at home, 44-point total. I have a teaser. Um, I'm going to tease Indy down regardless to minus half a point, and I'm going to pair them with Dallas. Uh, I'll cover the Dallas game when we get there, but – if Joe, I don't know what the number, the, the single game record is for rush attempts attempted by a running back, but Jonathan Taylor could be in play for that on Sunday. I don't know what we would see, see with Sam Ellinger, but I think the game's at home and this this rate and the Colts defense has been good, really good. They'll get Darius Leonard back. And I just watch the Raiders offense. You, you subtract that that Thanksgiving game where they, you know, hung like 36 points on Dallas. It's been pretty anemic since then. I don't think they've cracked 14 pass interference bullshit calls from third and long to first and 10, whatever bad travel spot for Vegas. It's a, it's a, it's a 10 AM Pacific start game. So I'm going to tease Indy down to half a point. I'm going to pair them with Dallas. And we'll talk about that game here in a minute. This this um, was another one I thought under the Raiders team total might be a good bet. For those reasons, the Colts defense has been playing so well. And if it's a game where Sam Ellinger starts um, and the, the Colts will ground and pound, ground and pound, ground and pound, I think this, Raider, Raiders possessions will be limited and the defense is going to play up without Carson there. And the Colts get their offensive line back as well. Final Final 1 p.m. game, Miami, the hottest anybody in the league right now. Miami Dolphins going to Tennessee, three and a half. Tennessee's laying three and a half at home, total of 40. And this is your big bet. It's my big bet. I feel like it's a boldish, probably squarish big bet. But um, Tennessee played last Thursday. I think this is your sharpest sharpest bet of the week. Oh, thanks. See, I don't even know where I fall on the sharp square conundrum or uh, continuum. Anyway, uh, Tennessee played on Thursday. Miami played on Monday. I think I'm getting the better coach in Vrabel. I think Tennessee is very, very, very happy to have A.J. Brown back. Um, I still feel like Flores is trying to protect Tua as much as possible. Um, and I just think uh, Tennessee is going to be the – the, and they're at home. Tennessee's at home. They're going to be getting after Tua, I think. Um, and look, you know, Miami's not. I, I you, like you got to cool off unless you're the uh, the 07 Patriots, which they cooled off eventually. Um, but you got to cool off at some point. I just don't. Miami doesn't seem to have the pieces to be a team that gets this hot. Um, but anyway, yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee minus three and a half. 
No, and I think your best bet, I'm, I'm reading your show notes, is the long rest versus the short rest. So Tennessee played last Thursday. They're going to have 10 days off, and they have a travel. They played at home. They're playing at home again. Miami on short rest and back-to-back travel spot. So they traveled to New Orleans, not a huge distance, but they started to travel, go back home, travel again to Tennessee. I have the over in this game. It's just looking at the metrics. These offenses score in the low to mid-40s per game, and these defenses give up in the low to mid-40s in a game. And for, for 40 to be the total, no real weather issues that I'm concerned about. So I'm going over the 40. Speaking of things that start with four, 4 p.m. Sunday games. All five of the Sunday games are, are home favorites. Denver going to the Chargers. Chargers lay in seven. Uh, this is part of another teaser for me. The Chargers lay in seven, total of 46. I'm going to tease the Chargers down to one. They need this game badly to get back in playoff contention. They're currently outside looking in, and I'm going to pair them with Green Bay. Now, you lean to Denver. Can I get there with one? Yeah, I, I just think seven's a big number for a divisional game in, in L.A. who still doesn't really have home field. Uh, I think Vic Fangio's, as a defensive scheming coach, um, that will outweigh. I'm just cooling off on Brandon Staley. Um, but, yeah, just lean Denver because it's a touchdown and a big game for both teams. I could also see lean into this under if uh, Drew Locke happens to be back. Uh, 46 is a pretty, pretty big number this week. Uh, next game, Houston going on the road to San Francisco. Houston getting 13 points on the road, 44. Neither one of us have nothing. Um, too many variables in this game. What's Trey Lance look like? Davis Mills on the road. Big number. Just pass. Uh, Arizona going to the Big D, going to Dallas. I know it's not a long teaser, and you shouldn't tease. I'm going to tease Dallas up to plus a half a point. Yes, I'm going to go through the key number of zero, and I'm going to pair that with Indy. That is my big bet. Indy down to half a point, so Indy just basically has to win the game. Dallas up to half a point. Basically, they just have to win the game. Why? I think Dallas is kind of feeling themselves. Their offense looked really good. And I got to be honest, how do you make Kyler less Kyler? Pressure. You know, Michael you saw Parsons. a little bit from, Yeah, and, 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 and Indy didn't even get that much pressure. You got good corners with, you know, Trayvon Diggs. I just don't – Arizona seems to be in the death spiral. And uh, I'm just going to take Dallas basically for the home win. Detroit going to Seattle. Seattle laying seven at home. And total of 42 and a half. This looks like to be one of your bets. I like this one. Uh, to steal one of your quotes of one of your stolen quotes, who the fuck is Seattle to lay seven? Uh, my handicap here is one of these teams is playing for their coach of the future. Uh, and Swift is back. So I'm going to take Detroit, who clearly loves Dan Campbell. You know, they I think they covered against Atlanta last week, um, though they didn't win. And uh, I, I think they're due for another at least close game. I, I This is probably one that maybe a sprinkle a little bit on the money line just because I think uh, Seattle just, they ain't it anymore. And the last time, Jared Goff, he looks to be back this week. Got a little knee injury, but Goff looking to be back the last time he was in Seattle was the playoffs last year, and uh, he won that game with a bad finger in his own right. So that's uh, that's not the worst. And, and I agree. 
you know, I think Dan Campbell and the Lions this year are either 10 and 5 or 9 and 6 with the number. It's pretty good. So I, I don't hate that at all. Carolina is going to New Orleans. New Orleans is laying six and a half. This is a great teaser number. I, I just leaned to New Orleans with Tyson Hill back, and uh, you lean to New Orleans as well. Yep, lean New Orleans, and then same thing as before with uh, Jaguars team total. I lean Carolina's team total under with, I just think, Sean Payton is going to make Sam Darnold's day miserable in that Superdome. Uh, so also potentially a good prop is New Orleans defensive touchdown. And you know New Orleans is going to be mad as a hornet. The NFL just changed all these COVID rules this week, and that could have cost them that game on Monday night, and now they're more than likely not going to miss the playoffs. They're going to get a pissed-off New Orleans team, and uh, Carolina has looked bad. Sunday night game, good game, Minnesota going to Green Bay. Green Bay laying 6.5 at home, total of 47. Uh, Again, this is one half of my teaser. I am teasing the Chargers down to minus one, and I'm teasing Green Bay down to half a point with the Chargers. I think Green Bay wins this game outright. Uh, I know you're going to talk about Minnesota here in just a second, but I just can't see Green Bay not being fully motivated in this game. I can't see Green Bay being swept on the season by the Green Bay Packers. And, yeah, I'm just – Green Bay is the motivation spot. They've got the number one overall seed – They want teams going to Green Bay, and they don't want to be going to Dallas or Tampa Bay. So give me the motivated home favorite uh, just to cover, uh, tease down to half a point. And then you have the other side. Yeah, and uh, look, I I don't think Minnesota necessarily wins this outright, um, but I'm going to take Minnesota in the points because Minnesota has covered six and a half. uh, Well, what the heck just happened? Uh, you, 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 you you did a uh, you you pulled a Kyle, but no, I, I, dip, I dipsy do. Yeah, Minnesota hasn't uh, not covered six and a half since 2016. I think they're also very motivated at this point, and the defense looked uh, very competent against the Rams last week. Um, and you know it's going to be cold. They get Dalvin Cook back. I think maybe we see a little bit more of a run game from both sides. So Minnesota in six and a half. You know, they uh, Green Bay does a good job of, uh, like, Teddy KGB from the Classic Rounders hanging around, hanging around. Green Bay seems to just let these teams hang around. They let Baltimore hang around. They let Cleveland hang around. Why, why can't Minnesota hang around? Mm-hmm. So uh, not a huge travel spot. Final game of the week, we got the Cleveland Browns going to Pittsburgh. Cleveland, three-point road favorite in the Berg. Total of 40 and a half. No bets. You lean to Pittsburgh plus the three. I lean to the over. Uh, I, I I think the defenses will be left at home. I remember the playoff game last year. These two <laughs> teams scored like 80 some odd points. And this is like one of those old school pro wrestling matches. Loser leaves town. Whoever loses this game is out of the playoffs for sure. Highly motivated spot. I would actually bet Pittsburgh plus three and a half at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, but not just plus three. So what are your thoughts? I just like that. You know, I like Mike Tomlin and the Steelers as a home dog coming off of a loss. I just think they are going to be as motivated as they can be. And it's a, you know, very familiar situation. So give me the home team with the points. All right, let's recap those bets. So real quick, Dr. Kyle is going to take Philly minus three. He's going over 50 points in the Kansas City and Cincinnati game. He's going over 46 and a half points 
in the Rams-Ravens game. He is taking Tennessee minus three and a half as his big bet of the week. He is taking Detroit plus seven on the road at Seattle. And his final bet, Minnesota plus six and a half on the road at Green Bay. My bets for the week, I'm taking the Bears minus six at home over the New York football Giants. Super square bet of the week. I'm going to take KC minus five points uh, over Cincinnati. I'm going to do a two-team teaser with Indianapolis teased down to minus half a point, paired with the Dallas Cowboys, who I'm going to tease to plus half a point. I am going over 40 points in that Miami-Tennessee game. And my final bet is another teaser. I'm going to tease the L.A. Chargers down to minus one, and I'm going to pair them with the Green Bay Packers. And I'm going to tease the Packers down to minus half a point, and that is our bets for the week, Dr. Kyle. I uh, I wish you all the best. We have one more regular season week, and then uh, this show will probably get a little bit shorter as we get to the playoffs. Can't believe we made it this far. Holy hell. You know, I'm I'm rooting for you this week, kid. We've got to get you back to even on the regular season. But, uh, man, it's been, it's been a good run. Thank you for finding a high, half an hour to jump on with me. I appreciate your patience. You thought you were going to fly solo. I know I was looking forward to talking like politics and Ethereum and uh, social media stuff, but here we are just talking football again. Maybe one day we'll do some uh, <laughs> Dynasty Warzone fabulous big bet NFTs for all the kids. There we go. There all we right. go. Hey, by the way, if you made it this long, do us a favor. If you're listening on Spotify, you can now leave a five-star review. You hadn't had that opportunity up until recently, but uh, all of our Apple peeps, our Stitcher peeps, our Podbean peeps had been taking care of us over there. They're not better than you on Spotify. You Spotify listeners. Yeah, you listen on Spotify. Hit pause. Go give us a five-star review on Spotify. I would dig it. Kyle, would you dig it? I dig it. I might dig it twice. He digs it. And make sure to check out our sponsor, BetUS.com. I should have said that earlier. I'm a little off my game. All these numbers and lines were brought to you by the good folks over at BetUS.com. Use promo code Memphis upon sign up. Get that sign up bonus and get in the action with me and Dr. Kyle. But uh, Dr. Kyle, until next time, I think we're going to get out of here. One more regular season week, playoffs, and then we're going to cut you loose from podcasting for the rest of the summer because that's when vacation season starts. (laughs) My, My pleasure, Memphis. All right, man, you have a great night. And on behalf of that man, his name is Dr. Kyle. You can follow him on Twitter at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. And remember, here at the Fabulous Big Bet, we like to tell you, money won is twice as sweet as money earned. Have a great week, guys. Thank you. Thousand dollars for cool G as we call it back home. Are you at liberty to play for that, Stanley? Would you prefer to play for smiles?